Hello, my name is Rudra Chauhan, and this is the James Monroe Podcast. Here we are going to be talking about interesting facts, domestic issues, and foreign issues that James Monroe had to face throughout his time as president. One major domestic issue that came up in James Monroe's presidency was when he had to deal with McCullough versus Maryland. In 1816, Maryland passed a law that imposed taxes on the National Bank and as well as any other banks that weren't overseen by the state. The Baltimore branch of the National Bank refused to pay Maryland's tax because they thought it was unfair for a state to tax a national bank. This caused a legal issue between the two. The state of Maryland was trying to destroy the National Bank by taxing its currency, which meant that the state was putting an extra tax on any businesses done by the bank. The two main questions that the Supreme Court would have to consider in this case were, can a state tax a federal bank? And is the national bank constitutional in the first place? A major role in this case was Chief Justice John Marshall. Marshall was a federalist who believed in a strong national government. In the case, he used his influence as a chief justice to increase the power of the national government and assert that it is stronger than the state government. In Article 1 of the U.S. Constitution, there is an elastic clause which allowed Congress to do anything necessary and proper for the country. This is the same argument Alexander Hamilton used to create the first national bank. The state appealed that the national bank was unconstitutional and that they had the right to tax it. In the end, John Marshall decided that the National Bank was constitutional and that state laws cannot overpower national laws. This argument was dependent on loose interpretation of the Constitution. Another major domestic issue that was in James Monroe's presidency was the Missouri Compromise. Since there were absolutely no guidelines on slavery for new territories created out of Louisiana, there would be a balance problem between free states and slave states. In 1819, Alabama came in as a slave state, which made the balance equal to 11 slave states and 11 free states. Afterwards, in 1820, Missouri also came in as a slave state. This meant that there were more slave states than free states. This caused a fierce debate in Congress over the balance of free states and slave states. This is where the Missouri Compromise started. Missouri came in as a slave state, but Maine came in as a free state to make the balance equal. Another addition to the compromise was that slavery in the rest of the Louisiana Territory was outlawed below the 36-30 line of latitude. All of this was made by Henry Clay, also known as the Great Compromiser. Another domestic issue during James Monroe's presidency began in the election of 1816. Democratic-Republican James Monroe defeated Rufus King. This began the era of good feelings. This brought a surge in nationalism. Monroe included Federalists in his cabinet. It also increased support for national economic growth in manufacturing. 
it also supported expansion. For the era of good feelings, Henry Clay created a plan for economic growth. This plan had three parts. Internal improvements, a strong tariff, and a second national bank. In the internal improvements, he wanted to create roads, bridges, and canals to make transportation easier in the country, especially with the Louisiana Territory. The federal government would pay for these to link sections of the country together. Examples of these are the National Cumberland Road of 1818, the Erie Canal of 1825, and steamboats. The second part of the plan was a strong tariff. The tariff of 1816 had a 20% tax on imported goods to protect American manufacturing from foreign competition. The third part was creating a second national bank. The original national bank had a 20-year charter. It expired in 1811. And two, it could control national currency and regulate state banks. <laughs>